All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right. Camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Okay, did either of you guys play the Leonardo DiCaprio Oscar game? I tried. The red carpet rampage. Is it? Can I do it on the phone? I, I did. Know, I did maybe. it on the phone. It was. It was difficult. It, it oh, is. Oh, the it's funny meant to be computer. It's meant to be computer. It is the funniest game I've played all year, <laughs> and it is. It is also really fun. If you've you not heard this, go to redcarpetrampage.com. It's just you are Leonardo DiCaprio running the red carpet against all the other nominees trying to win mm-hmm. an Oscar. It's pretty amazing. Yes. There's small little mini games like like find the black nominee and you can't because <laughs> they're all white. <laughs> they lose every time. It's pretty great. Guys, it's so good to see you again in this palatial room oh, that we're in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you've tidied up for I've, us. I've tidied up a little bit. I haven't lived here in a month, basically. Uh, we're back. I know some of you out there are probably, you know, like checking, you know, the 30 or 40 you out there were probably checking your iTunes. <laughs> you really shot high on that one, didn't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> checking your iTunes being like, well, it happened. They finally gave up. <laughs> no, we did it. We're still here. We're still kicking. I, uh, I just took a break from talking about movies to go make one. And uh, it was one hell of a month and a half, but uh, it's over, and I'm back. And uh, Colin and Mitch, we have so much to catch up on. Uh, but before we do that, let's just inter- introduce ourselves really quick. Uh, this is the Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for movie, TV news, and discussion. I am Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am usually every week, but it's been a while, with my friends. Colin Ward. And Mitch Hava. Colin and Mitch, oh my God, it's been a while. We have we have a lot to catch up on. As I said, you guys have been doing your own things. Colin, uh, many of you may have heard, you did your own solo Oscar podcast. My ramblings. I, which was awesome. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, I did listen to the whole nice. thing as well. Um, and I, you know, because again, you're like the awards guy. You, you're really into it and you, you like predicting them every year. And I, I You know, I'm always like, I forget who's nominated for what. So it, it was, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, uh, go and check out Colin's solo Oscar podcast because uh, you get a lot, a lot of insight on the on the nominees and such, and we'll see uh, your predictions and your hopes, which ones come true. Well, I mean, just in the past two weeks since recording that, like so much has changed. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to rethink. A you lot think of- in in the in the scheme of just how the politics are working out, or like what you would believe should win and stuff, or both? Oh no, what well, what I believe should win. That's what's uh, changed. No, no, that's that's remained the same. That remains but. The same. You know, we've had other guild um, other, awards yeah. happen and other news come out that I, I don't know. I'm starting to worry about some of my earlier predictions. Mm. But there's still time. You haven't. You're not. You're not married to a prediction yet. Right? No, no. I haven't wrote it on Facebook. So, right. it's so not, when that happens, we will. <laughs> it's it's, it's, official. Official. it's, Facebook. Yeah. it's official. It's official. It's on official. Facebook. Yeah. And Mitch, you you were a special guest on uh, the After Improv uh, podcast. Yes, I was. I was a uh, guest on that show, and I talked about this podcast and uh, talked about improv and writing, and it was fun. You should listen to it. I, I did listen to it. It was c- kind of cool and uh, a little scary to hear about it. my podcast talked about on another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, they seem to be fascinated with the idea that we... 
have this little makeshift recording process, and we do it in my bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little fun fact for everyone out there. Yeah. Like, where did where did you record it? Was it a studio? We recorded it at uh, Tony Augusti's house in his living room. He's got like a really nice Zoom recorder yeah. or Zoom recorder. Yeah, yeah. Zoom. He has a really nice Zoom. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> do I. Yeah. Me and Tony we're no. already best friends. Yeah, he has a really nice Zoom recorder with like an adapter to add. Uh, two extra xlr input inputs on it so he's got all these xlr mics and it, nice sounds it's legit the, the yeah it was it was oh. more legit <laughs> it's like a legitimate podcast yeah, it's legit. we're almost there guys we we're are the bastard there. child of podcasts <laughs> we'll I'm get always, like fighting kale for the blanket in this room <laughs> <laughs> no one will sit on my bed but me <laughs> Well, that was cool, Mitch. Uh, I had a great time listening to that show, and I'm going to check out that show every time they, they post one. Um, so check out the After Improv podcast. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's, it's uh, specifically Planet Ant uh, Planet Ant and, uh, well, it's specifically right? Detroit Improv. Detroit Mostly improv Planet people. Ant, but um, Detroit Improv people uh, doing a show together. Nice. Cool. And I, so I went and produced uh, an independent feature film, which I've really been working on almost since we started this podcast. The other thing I was doing with my life was uh, working on this, uh, this film called New Money, uh, directed by my friend Jason Cole from Lansing, and it uh, stars Louisa Krause, who, uh, Brendan Sexton, Robin Weigert, uh, Chelsea Ross, Tom Wopat, and uh, David W. Thompson. Those are our six uh, principal actors. We did 21 days of shooting, uh, 10 in Lansing, 11 in Detroit. I don't know how we did it. We we're a super low-budget movie. Uh, I don't know. There's a big sense of re- relief for, for me right now. There's also, like, you guys always hear that I'm, like, the guy on the podcast is always like, yeah, this movie was, you know, I'm, this movie's great. Like, I think it's really good. I never really say bad things about movies. And it's always partly been, like, I just think it's any miracle that a movie gets made ever. <laughs> and I believe that even more so now, having produced one. Um, so... We'll look out for new money, guys, next year, 2017. And we'll be talking about it on this podcast. It's going to be awesome. Going to try and get it into Sundance? Yeah, maybe we'll be report live from Sundance. No, who knows? But we will do the... We're we're (laughs) doing... Woodwards from Sundance. Woodwards from Sundance. We are... Yeah. If you're willing to pay for it. (laughs) That's right. That's a whole other conversation. Well, you know, look, if if that's the biggest issue in my life next year trying to pay my way to Sundance, then that's that's a good one. So, yes, we'll see. See what happens with new money, and I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll update as we go on throughout the year. And as social media starts up and all that stuff, I'll probably try to integrate it with Woodward's a little bit. So yeah, cool, so cool. other uh, like just other updates. I mean, what have you guys? What have you guys been watching? What have you seen? Colin's seen more than I have. I haven't actually. I haven't gone to a theater in a while. Um, the last thing I think thief. I, <laughs> I, I the last thing I think I saw was Anomalisa in okay. theaters and. I went there and they had a Q&A at the main art with um, Charlie Kaufman and Duke oh, Johnson, you, which yeah, was you, you awesome. That. How was that? That was sweet. I didn't even know that they were coming. So like That's my rude. roommate and I are sitting in the in the auditorium and like, and make sure you stick around after for, you know, this uh, Q&A with directors Duke Johnson and screenwriter Charlie Kaufman. I about like flipped the chair over. <laughs> One of my favorite yeah. screenwriters. Yeah, that's really cool. So how was the movie? It's fantastic. Yeah, I it's, really want to see that. Yeah, it's it's see really it. great. Yeah, um, it's hysterically funny and really profound, and the stop motion is just gorgeous. And I've I've never quite seen lighting like this used in stop motion. Really? Um, wow. You ever see Paranorman? I haven't, but I've seen Coraline. You should see Paranorman. I know, Paranorman. but this is this is 
really quite stunning. It's it's a really beautiful movie. Did you ask your question? I was too nervous. And <laughs> this is God, this is where you whip out your oh. phone and you go, Hey, I'm with the Woodward's film cast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They'll be like, I don't know what the fuck that <laughs> is. <laughs> like the what? <laughs> Let me look it up. No, but a lot of people asked you know, a, a lot of the questions I was going to ask, like right away. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, and had I known it was happening, you, know, I would have prepared something to say. But I, did, I did was this like why was he here? Is it is he just traveling to, to along? Or did yeah, they, did yeah. They say why? It was um, they're just you know promoting the movie, okay. and um, it was the day before I saw it the day before Oscar nomination. So we were all talking about. Um, is that up for anything? Best animated. Best animated. Okay. I think that's yeah. it, right? Yep. Cool. So that was cool. That's the last thing I saw in theaters. I've been catching up on um, some home viewing. What have you um, caught up on? Saw Trumbo? The, I saw Trumbo. Um, I saw The Assassin. Uh, is that good? Yes. Okay. What is that? It's Japanese or Korean film? or Chinese? Chinese. Chinese. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's a stunningly beautiful movie. Um, I heard. I hear it's good. good. I heard there was a little bit of a... Annoyance that it wasn't nominated for best foreign feature. I can see that. Well, I haven't seen many other or any of the foreign films. Is that is so is Assassin on Netflix? No, I bought it on Blu-ray, oh. but it was only like nine ninety nine on Blu-ray. So I'm like, fuck it. not bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. Looks right. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's re- it's re- really beautiful. Um, I saw. <laughs> I haven't seen as much as Colin. Um, I still haven't seen Danish Girl or Carol or Forty Five Years, which I, and Anomalisa, which are like the four that I still need to see. Um, uh, and I will eventually. I might not be able to see them before the Oscars, but I, I definitely they're on my list. But um, I saw Far from the Madding Crowd, which is on HBO, which I really enjoyed. I didn't think I would enjoy it. Uh, just sitting alone watching this, like um, I don't know how to describe it other than like. Eight or nineteenth century love triangle film. <laughs> it takes place in rural England. Nice. Uh, it's based on a book. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was very good. Um, I also saw Turbo Kid, which is on Netflix. I don't yeah, know if I any of you seen that. Saw that. What is that? Like I saw it on Netflix. It's like have you have, did, have you seen Kung Fury? I have. Like absurd thirty minute long short. Yeah. It's just it's in that vein and that like. Uh, 80s 80s like pop culture like movie made by a kid sort right. of feel to it okay. um, and from what I've heard they've made it on like a shoestring budget mm. um, and it, it's good it's very interesting I don't think it's the best as good as people have talked about it but um, I recommend Turbo Kid of course I think it's good and I just watched um, this doesn't have to do with movies but I just watched Vinyl the, yes. the new HBO I did, show I did too actually yeah what did you think I liked it. Is I mean, it? I, I, don't I think the two hours, the two hour episode was a little too long. It's insane. It was crazy. It was crazy. We'll, I talk, think, we'll talk about this more. I can't. Why, <laughs> why are run times getting long? Our, our attention spans are shorter. Why are run times getting longer? Yeah. I don't get it. I think but. that was just the premiere episode. Yeah. Yeah. Did they break? Or is it just, was it just two hours? It was two. Uh, like it was like a movie. Oh yeah, it's oh. like, it was like yeah, a, it's a hundred eighteen minutes gross. pilot. Yeah, I mean, Mitch. I, I mean, this isn't spoilery. I just because I think people have been talking about this. Vinyl confused the hell out of me because it's like not a fictional world. Like the, we're talking about Led Zeppelin and stuff. But it is. Fi- it's but like everything a, about it is fictional. Yeah, and it really confuses me. Like, yeah, I don't. 
I don't know what I'm really watching. It's right. not like, you know, that thing you do or something where it's like, this is completely made up and like we're creating a band and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like fictional record company, fictional real people, real bands, real moments in time. Yeah, very... Really confusing. It was a little confusing, but I was kind of into the... I like that um, that actor. What's his face? Bobby uh, Cannavale. Cannavale, yeah. Yeah, from... Uh, He's good. Yeah. We saw him in Ant-Man this year, last year, I guess. He was oh, the, yeah, he was the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I saw that the too. I haven't watched that. I like literally... It's crazy because we, we, I went from watching a movie every week into like, just being shut out from the world. Like On this movie, when I was producing, I like did not... I felt like news, movies, music, all this stuff I was like totally mm-hmm. cut off from. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to catch up this week. Apparently, every one of my favorite musicians died the last month. Like, <laughs> right. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like crazy. Uh, man, like yeah. David Bowie, obviously. Glenn Fry. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Alan um, Rickman. Alan Rickman died. So much stuff happened when we were gone. I feel like, you know, we usually... Usually we do headlines, and I like I I don't kind of don't want to do that right now because it's like I don't even know where to start because it's just you know I feel like we missed all the news, but um, I did I saw Deadpool that was like that was like my I was like waiting for that I knew that that would be the Friday after we wrapped so that was my like gift to myself mm. I'm like I'm gonna watch Deadpool I'll probably see that this weekend yeah. I loved it I think I mean I don't, you know it's killing box office records for R-rated movies especially in February yeah. you know what that means. Every, More R-rated yes, yes. action movies. Yeah. <laughs> and as you know, did you guys see? Did you guys see James Gunn's uh, rant no, on I, Facebook? I agree with him. A, uh, so James sense. Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, he had this big rant about you know some some Hollywood executive in in Hollywood Deadline said this has never been done before, and we're gonna you know basically it's like th- this is changing the way superhero movies are made. And James Gunn was like, no, <laughs> like. No, this is exactly what's wrong with Hollywood. We're going to see everyone's going to try to replicate this by putting swear words in a superhero movie. That's not why it's a good movie, you know. Yeah. And you guys will see it, and you'll be like, "Yeah, that's you know, it's R-rated, and that makes it different." But like, what's that, what's that different about it? it good, what's yeah. different about it is what makes it good, and you'll see it when you watch mm, it. But, but people are going to, you know, his point is that Hollywood executives are going to miss that, and yeah. we get all these shitty like you know emulations of yeah. Deadpool. It's oh, the hangover cool. effect. Hangover comes out super successful, and now we just need like the most raunchiest comedies, right. regardless of like fun or mm. plot. <laughs> that's a good point. Yep. Yeah. So that's really all I've seen. Deadpool, vinyl. I watched Creed again last night. Yeah. It came out on, on video on demand, so I bought it on Amazon. Oh. I did see Spotlight, which we'll t- we'll have an episode on. So have you seen all the Best Picture knobs? Yes. Have you? Yep. What haven't I seen? <laughs> I think you've seen them all. I think I have. 45 years nominated for Best? No. Now, do you have a declaration? Danish Girl? No. Oh. Carol isn't either. Okay, yeah, I've seen Out of all. those yeah. eight? Or how many is it? There is eight. Yes, not ten. Eight out of ten. <laughs> so out of those eight, Colin, just really quick, since I think you've seen them all. I mean, what's your... What is your which one would you pick if it well, was up to you? Obviously, Mad Max. Okay. Yeah. Right now, it's between Mad Max and Spotlight. Cool. Well, I gotta see Spotlight. I think I promise. I think we'll do a Spotlight show because I, I want to see it. There's a chance I might win Best Picture. I think I gotta see that. Especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to fucking see it again. <laughs> it's not back in November. Why do you have to see it again? Because I don't forgettable? remember anything about it. <laughs> Something about priests. Come see it with kids. Come I don't see know. it with me. <laughs> I've already seen it three times, 
So, Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've already seen it three times. I think it's You've seen like, it three times? Yeah. Wow. Jeez, I think wow. it's like a masterpiece. It's amazing. Um, well, now I really got to see it. Um, before we move on to our movie of the week, which is The Revenant, um, speaking of award shows and speaking of music deaths, uh, did you guys catch the Grammys? I think this is worth talking about. It's a TV show broadcast. and No. I didn't watch it, but I YouTubed all the performances because that's what matters here. Yeah, it is. I'm not sitting through four hours of music, mostly music I don't like. Just to well, mostly commercials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know what's you know what's weird, Mitch? I I am like you, you, my time hop this whole past week was every day basically is me trashing the Grammys from every year, <laughs> and because I hate the Grammys, I usually never watch them. But I actually think that 2015 was like a strangely good year for music that like I haven't exp- I haven't thought that way in a long mm-hmm. time. I mean, yes. whether it's Leon Bridges or D'Angelo or Kendrick Lamar or Adele, like I just thought there was so much good pop music that came out this year and I was actually interested in it um, you know that didn't stop Taylor Swift from winning everything for some reason but well I mean um, that album is a powerhouse of pop yeah, music I know, I mean, but every song on that album is a hit yeah so. yeah but to like to pimp a butterfly is like that's art it's art and I don't know if you guys caught Kendrick's performance yeah, it was amazing. holy Tonight. shit yeah. like that was incredible and uh kind of worth watching the, the the Grammys for me. I mean, I I don't... Some people disagree because the Oscars are coming up. I mean, a lot of people just, like, they would rather prefer the Oscars to just be awards. Like, let's just do the awards instead of, like, the shenanigans and the and the mm-hmm. skits and the music and all that stuff. I kind of agree with that. <laughs> you, you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because I do like watching the Grammys for the music. I mean, I guess it's different because you're not watching the movies of the Oscars. Exactly. But, like, but, like I... Like, I enjoy watching the performances, even if they're train wrecks. Adele, did you? Not her fault. I, I, I heard an That's excuse. What was the excuse there? She was very out of tune. If anyone didn't see it, the microphones fell into the piano. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like the piano was out of tune because of that. No, like, and you hear the chords, so it makes the you hear like the strumming of the guitar of the of the piano. oh, so the, the piano the, the the mics in the piano were too close to the the strings. Yes. Yeah. Really weird. That's what I read. Huh. Yeah. And she <laughs> she should have used the, the keyboard that uh, Lady Gaga came out with. <laughs> the robot? Did you see that, Mitch? The, for which part? The, the David Bowie? Yeah. Uh, yeah the, I David. only watched bits of it. it. You know, I had a problem with that that performance for the most part. But Why? I heard people were like offended. I wasn't offended, but I, I just didn't think it was very good. It, like the medley aspect of it. It seemed very That's like... That's my big problem. It seemed it. very like Disney-ish, like... Um, very tame. I mean, my my thing with it, I'm Gaga's an incredible performer and a really fantastic singer. Um, as witnessed with the national anthem just like a week ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. yeah for um, sure. But that, yeah, that that med there was too many songs in that medley. I would have. It was all over the place. I would have liked to see more artists take on David Bowie stuff. Like instead of just all her doing stuff, I would have liked to have seen, you know, like. Bowie's friends, mm-hmm. like Iggy Pop, pop up there, and you know yeah. other people do the, his stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's no denying the you know the cultural effect that Bowie had on Gaga. Yeah, of course, and she recognizes that. And I mean, I think she's a great ambassador to this generation for what David Bowie was back then. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely would have liked to see other artists perform and or just, just her do just one or two songs. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought what they did with Space Oddity at the beginning with the facial mapping. That was, was cool. Amazing. I did like that. That was cool. And I loved Heroes. 
I love the opening and closing, but everything in between was really good. Yeah, I could see it. the medley was kind of weird, but I, I thought like the it was really impressive. Like you could tell how much work went into making that happen. Yeah, and it was crazy, yeah. especially that walking keyboard. <laughs> I mean, it was, that was really cool. I don't know. I guess I missed that part. Um, did you guys see the Lemmy tribute uh, with Alice Cooper? That was awesome. I yeah. loved it. Every hair metal part oh of me boy. just went nuts. The whole, the whole, like, like the whole uh, stage was just on fire. <laughs> I, lo- I loved it. And I, I loved, I loved it because they're just like all I could think of was like Alice Cooper is just trolling the Grammys right now. <laughs> and then uh, speaking of musicians, the day it was just like an in memoriam night, which like sucks, but like I guess that was part of it. I mean, whether it was. Um, you know, Lemmy or uh, David Bowie or Maurice White, the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. That was like a big part of it, mm-hmm. um, which sucks because he was supposed to. Pre- they were all going to present that this after the Grammys, and they also got a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, oh, he did died they? before that yeah. happened. Um, who is one of my biggest like? I I am a huge Earth, Wind, and Fire fan. And when Maurice White passed away during like we were during the shoot, I was like, holy shit! Mm. Yeah, and like we all just kind of listened to Earth, Wind, and Fire for a day. It was kind of cool, but cool. Um, I thought it was interesting, and I mean, I'm not upset that this didn't happen, but it's an interesting, like, cultural note. We saw all the controversy that Beyonce's halftime performance caused, and I I didn't, I still don't understand that, but yeah. then we get Kendrick Lamar's performance, and it's, it's pretty silent. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, don't get people it. are praising it, yeah, so I'm like, really yeah, what's no, the difference? Like, there, I mean, to, in my opinion, there, there's nothing wrong with either of them, and they're yeah. both were great. I just don't get why one was so yeah, viciously of, attacked. Yeah, one of them. Well, because <laughs> she's a woman. I think we just found out that or that uh, Beyonce isn't white. That is genius. Very good. Yeah, people. Oh my god! People love to get pissed off about nothing. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's the, the catching up. Anything else with the? What else? What else did I miss? Super Bowl. I kind of missed the Super Bowl, too. You didn't miss much. Yeah. Um, Not a good game. Really boring. Yeah, I mean, it was like on the background. We had like a party. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Boring game, boring commercials. Well, I loved, you know... Good, the halftime had, show was the best we had part. Gaga and Beyonce. <laughs> it was a Gaga and Beyonce concert with, yeah. you know, some guys running into each other. So it was a fantastic gay night. <laughs> <laughs> so... I can get, start getting into football. Did Coldplay even play? Like, yeah, they were at the very beginning, and a, pe- a lot. I heard a lot of people didn't even know who he was. They they thought who what was like the the go to. They thought it was somebody else. Taraji P Henson tweeted like, "Yay, Maroon 5's play. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But when once once Beyonce came on and Bruno Mars came on and they had like that dance off thing, that was great. Uh, that was a ton of fun. I didn't understand. And then the Chris end. Martin comes in like, hey, I'm part of this too, guys. Hey. I didn't understand. To consciously as... uncouple him away from this. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. The end of the Super Bowl show, or a halftime show, they like showed all the previous clips of like great Super Bowl performances. I'm, and I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, remember all those good performances? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember when Prince was doing this and the Rolling Michael Stone? Michael Jackson and yeah. Paul McCartney, like <laughs> yeah. some of the best musicians of all time. And uh, Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> Coldplay playing that one song. <laughs> Play that same song. Yeah. All right. All right, CeeLo, we love Yellow. your song. <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you're new to the show, 
or if you haven't heard it in a long time, forgot. We get together every single week and we see a movie in theaters uh, usually, and uh, come back here and uh, chat about it. Um, and so uh, I don't know when you guys saw this, but this is obviously a movie that's uh, creating a lot of buzz and awards season, uh, probably rightfully so, especially for the main actor Leonardo DiCaprio, who of course is looking for his first Oscar. Um, we uh, are reviewing The Revenant. Uh, Alejandro G G Inaritu, is that yeah Inaritu Inaritu uh, of Birdman fame? Uh, was that last year? Yeah, yep. yeah, last year. Uh, back did. at it again in, uh, with this movie in the snow. A lot of uh, long takes and <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, when did you guys see? It? Was it fresh in your mind? Because I saw it today. Because I'm late to the game, but. Uh, when it came out a few weeks ago, is that when yeah. you first saw it? I saw it, I saw it a few weeks ago. I think op- I saw it opening, opening week. weekend. Yeah, was that 2015 or was that this year? No, it was this weekend. It came out or January this year. 5th. Okay, so yeah. I think I actually think I saw it. I saw six. it. Cool. So it's pretty fresh. I mean, we're here. I mean, yeah, you know, it's fresh on my mind. Fresh. Um, who wants to go? We we go around and give initial thoughts. We'll get deep into it. We are gonna have spoilers. Um, and then we'll kind of talk about at the end whether or not we recommend it and whether or not we think it's going to win certain awards and all that stuff, which I think is going to be an interesting conversation. Um, Mitch, you want to yeah, go? I wanna, I wanna, sure. You know, you want to go? You want to go, dude? Revenant, bro. You want to go? Revenant. <laughs> all right. Um, I think this movie, has a, there's, it's kind of uh, back and forth with me. There's a lot to praise in this movie, and there's a lot that is super forgettable. Um to praise performances wise uh cinematography and look sound um costuming makeup everything about that is golden um i think the acting is good but i wouldn't say leonardo dicaprio is the best best part in it i think tom hardy is the standout in this film and i wanted to see way more of his character um other than that, uh, I didn't like. I, I guess I didn't like the script, and I didn't really like the direction all that well. Um, it, it's it comes off as very uh, like Malickian, like Terrence Malick wannabe film. Uh huh. And I, that's pretty much it for me. So I'm done. I'll see you guys. <laughs> see you guys later. What did you think? Of yeah, the Revenant. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge Inuritu fan. I think I've said that a few times. And I like Birdman. Um, even though I'm not a huge fan, I always think the craft in his films are extremely high and typically always really well done. Um, he demands it to be the best possible level, and I think it always shows. Um, and I had my, I felt watching this movie a lot of the same feelings i thought when i was watching birdman last year that you know like with birdman it's it's thing was it's one take you know, quote one take. Right. and after when i saw it the first time i was enamored with it i i was like this is incredible like it's one it's one quote one take um right. made to look like one yeah, take. Like yeah. One take. and then i saw it again and i was like okay it's one take what else is there and with this I, I watched it and I'm like, wow, the, this is a beautiful movie. It's, you know, its craft is so high. Uh, 
like you said, Mitch, performances and look is is just incredible. It's a stunningly beautiful film. Uh, but I found myself while I was watching it, we get these long takes. We get a bear like fuzzing up the lens. And I'm like, wow, like what they did to achieve that in film is really is really great. Like what a like a like credit to you and your craft. But like it also drew like so much attention to me that like this is a movie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like yeah. I got that a lot. Yeah. Uh, it draws so much attention to the craft that it took away virtually all the story for me. And Grant, there's not much story there other than Leo, you know, getting his revenge on this one guy. Um, so, I mean, I do him in back and forth. I think this movie is just, and probably my favorite in Yurichi movie. Um, the craft is so, so great, but it's, that's also its downfall to me. That it doesn't have a heart or um it certainly tries to have a heart it tries but, but it comes off really clumsily and like confusing like wait what yeah <laughs> what was that what was the point of that shot you know so I, I i don't know it's i i appreciate this movie i'm not upset i saw it i would see it again just to watch its beauty but it's all the issues I have with it is why it wouldn't be in something like my top 10 or maybe even top 20. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just saw it and I, Colin, I guess I see, I see what you're saying. It's like, I I was more, most of the time in this movie, I was more like, how did they do that? Mm. Rather than what's going on in the movie. Like I wasn't really even thinking about the story ever. Actually. There was times where I wasn't listening to dialogue because I, I think, probably 30 minutes into it, I realized it probably doesn't matter. <laughs> and also I just, you know, I mean, half the time I was literally like, how the hell did they do this shot? And also like logistically, where did, how do they do Like, it's an amazing film to watch and just take in and say, people made this mm. because I don't know. I, I can't even wrap my head around how they did it. And I know they went way over budget. I know they went way over schedule to yeah. do it in the um, cold too, in the cold. <laughs> He ate um, bugs. He ate bugs. Right. He I ate mean, a liver. Right. I mean, it, you know, it's that kind of crazy, but it's also just like, it's like, you know, you, you, you look at some of these shots and that, that, you know, there's like a, like a 360, there's a couple of like, basically like they, you see the whole quote unquote set and, you know, in my mind, it's just like, where is the crew? <laughs> how do they do this? Like, yeah. where is base camp? Like, I don't like know how the hell they got out of the middle of the nowhere and did all these intricate scenes. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's insane to me. And I've heard stories of them like, rehearsing all day to shoot for an hour at sundown or something. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's, and I, and I have an appreciation for the logistical achievements of this film, but I'm with both of you in that. Like, first of all, I think Tom Hardy steals this movie. Yes. I don't, honestly, to me, walking out of the theater today, this wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. Agree. And, and every, my favorite parts of this movie were with Tom Hardy. Mm -hmm. Um, the scene where he's talking about, uh, his father seeing God and it being a squirrel. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> I he was creeping me out and freaking me out, and I don't know. I actually I, I actually sympathize with this character. I mean, besides yeah. like the murder part, like I, I mean, can you blame him for wanting to leave him? No, I, I actually I, can't. No, you're right. Yeah, I, I can't blame him at all. Like, get it over with. I would have honestly in that put in his shoes. I would have shot him right in the head the second, like they left i was yeah i was i i think that aside from kind of no reason killing his son i didn't really even understand that why he was so 
Well, we'll get into that. Yeah, right. But anyways, I think it's a great film, obviously. I think it's probably 40 minutes too long. Yeah. I, I think, and I honestly, and I told you, Mitch, earlier that I was offended about the length of the movie, and I'm not really joking because I, I think it's really, it's like self-indulgent on the part of the filmmakers yes. to be like, every single frame of that we shot needs to be in the film. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. And I and I understand, especially maybe this is from a producer standpoint where they're like, we worked so hard to get this scene, we need to put it in the movie. And I'm going through that right now on my end, and the reality is, is like, look, you, your, your idea in editing is to make the movie tighter, more concise, get rid of things that don't matter. And I don't think they did that in this movie. And to me, what I saw from that is... This is really important. We need everyone to see this. And to me, it's offensive because it's not true. Like, yeah, the the big portion of the movie where Leo's trying to get back could have been way shorter, and you could have had the excitement be the end of the movie, which is what it was, which mm-hmm. is them, you know, having confrontation at the end of the film. I don't know. I I, I thought that. That's, I mean, that's what I think is that it, it's Inaritu saying. Here's look everything at, we did. Yeah, look, look at, at all everything. this. Yeah, you know, it's like, look at all this on, stuff that we've. Uh, done on film which is great yeah. but that's not you're not making your movie better because no. yeah that. how many times is he going to run into the like re-indians and like have to run away yeah, or like steal nothing, something from him yeah. and that scene where he goes off the cliff and then like right after he doesn't even like think about continuing to move he just strips down and cuts open the horse and gets inside of it it's like does a little tauntaun action for <laughs> like wait what why did he why did he need to do that just yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't like, move along anything. Yeah. for the most part, I don't know. No, I, I agree. Um, and they only gave us like a really like in your face metaphor of like someone being rebirthed. I'm like, Jesus fuck! Like, <laughs> like be more on the nose with it, that symbolism. Colin, I would say that it wasn't as trippy or preachy as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't either though. It wasn't too trippy. I mean, it kind of was sometimes, but not as much as I thought it was going to be. Judging by the trailers. And then it really wasn't that preachy with like whatever theme is going on. Yeah. Which I don't, is there, I mean. It was shallow. It's a very shallow yeah, film. Yeah, themes and, and uh, plot and character motivation was all that clear to you guys? Do you have any questions of like why someone did what? Or no. Um, I think the film could have been much more interesting if you got rid of the whole um, revenge for killing my son plot. And I know, like, we need that for Hollywood's sake. Um, I think if you got rid of that and just made it about him trying to survive, that it's a much more interesting film. Um, that's just my opinion. But I, I was never like at a certain point. I forgot why he was so hell bent on trying to kill Fitz, because it's like they, you know, every once in a while he'll. Well, that's because it was four movies ago. Yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll, yeah, that's true. Uh, he'll like sketch something in the rock that says like Fitz killed my son or whatever. It's like oh, thanks for reminding it's me. Like exposition. Yeah, thanks for reminding me that that happened. Right. Or okay. Um, but I find the survival and the frontiersman aspect way more interesting than the uh, I need to kill him because he killed my son. That is like the only motivation and the only storyline mm-hmm. in the whole movie, and like that gets tiresome. Like you said, it's long. It's exhausting because the scenes are so excruciating and you know painful to look at some of them. So as an audience member, it's really a draining watch. There's 
no humor or levity in any of the situations. Well, there, there's the one part where he's with the other um, native, and they're like trying to catch the snow on their tongues. That's, yeah. that's funny. A real yeah. knee slap. Yeah, yeah, but it gets really <laughs> awkward in a movie where there's no humor. Where that's, where and, that's the only And it almost, yeah. it almost, you're almost laughing at it, right? I was, then laughing mm-hmm. with it, because you're like, this is just goofy, mm-hmm. put in, in between all this stuff. Um, I mean, what about Donald Gleason's character and Tom Hardy's motivations there? I mean, I I thought I guess I was confused on why Donald Gleason's character is so hell bent on code. I I don't know because I'm with you that I, wouldn't he be like let's just kill him and leave him here? I, right. I, it's an 1820s frontiers life. Like, yeah. There's no government out there, really, right? Yeah, and he's dying, and we are. Their job was to get these pelts. Pelts were very, very, very valuable. And what does Tom Hardy's character say? He says like, like life, like what life? Yeah. Like my life are is these pelts. Like I, I, that's all I got. Right. And so you know they're just out there trying to make money, <clears throat> and I, yeah, I didn't understand the code there just, like, just to, shoot him just in the seem, head there just seems to be so much <laughs> law in a lawless land <laughs> yeah like, which maybe is factually correct i don't know i guess i i don't know how you know because there's there's also this concern that that tom hardy and the other character are going to be hanged if they find out that they left someone to die right which is to me is like would that really happen i mean i don't know i, I maybe yeah i don't know i but then it comes back to what I was saying before, too, also, in terms of, like, motivation. I was really confused, and it's a big point in the movie. Why is Tom Hardy so quick to kill his son? He yeah, doesn't seem th- His life isn't threatened immediately. Um, you know, he doesn't pull... What, Hawk is his name? Yeah. Hawk doesn't pull a weapon out of him. He's screaming. I think the idea kind of was that he's going to tell the other guy that Tom Hardy was trying to kill Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. But again... It did seem like didn't Leonardo DiCaprio give him the wink, right? He was was that not true? <laughs> he was trying to trick him, I think. He was that, try- I didn't see I didn't know what was going on there. That he was trying to trick him and like just blink if you want me to kill you and then like Leonardo DiCaprio was trying really hard not to blink and then he's just like okay, whatever <laughs> and just starts to try and smother him. That's but the way I saw it. But it was such a it was such a um like uh deliberate blink. It wasn't like he was like uh. like he yeah. tried to hold it open and he went I thought I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was no, saying, I "Yeah, just do it." I don't remember that part. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was a month ago. But you're right. I I don't understand. <laughs> but just those that whole like crucial yeah. part of the film yeah. is but confusing like, to me. You know, and this isn't the movie, but like, what's stopping Tom, if Tom Hardy is that concerned about surviving? What's stop? Why not just yeah, just kill them both and then be like, "Oh, time to go," or kill the other kid and time to go. Like, they're just slowing you down. Like, this is frontier this is the winter in south dakota like there's nothing around (laughs) you're gonna get away with it (laughs) you're gonna get away with killing those people right and also i mean i mean maybe this is you can answer this because i i don't remember why didn't he just if he was so concerned about surviving why did he stay behind why didn't he just go to camp who, oh, because they offered him extra money. Oh, okay. yeah, that okay. was a, that was yep. yeah, money go. motivation. There we go. Right. All right. What about this uh, probably now famous bear scene? The bear attack. This is the whole movie, really. Pretty much. This it's like the, the best scene. Yeah, movie. it's the best, yeah. most intense part. 
Best scene in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what was it? I mean, thoughts. That is the only scene where I think, you know, the one takes and the all of Inuritu's, you know, and Lebetsky's camera work where it actually makes sense and it is warranted as opposed to other one take scenes and flashy camera tricks where I don't think it is. I When it's one take and a bear is attacking you in a single take, it throws you into that scene. And I think it does. It did a great job making you feel like you were there with them. You were down on the floor with them. Right. Like, and you're, there's no kind of knowing at some point that it's not going to cut away. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. there's, you have the same anxiety, which is like, when is this bear going to get off us? Yeah. 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 yeah that's true. Like, when's it just going to walk away? It would have just walked away if he didn't didn't try to shoot it again. Oh, yeah. Some sort of, uh, some sort of like honor or like, what? I like, know. I got to kill this thing because it attacked me. That was, I was, that was a weird moment. I was like, let him go. Yeah. He started, yeah. They say if you're attacked by a grizzly, just play dead. Play dead right? It'll walk away. Uh, in the 1820s, they just said, kill it. Try to <laughs> yeah. kill it. Get the your, only, your only shot is to try and kill it. Right. Um, that was, it was terrifying, actually. I, and I'll, I, I say that just throughout this movie, and I don't do this a lot, but I looked away a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought the, I thought the makeup effects all over his body were really gruesome and mm-hmm. I it felt like it hurt. I mean, we'll talk about his performance, but he did a, do a good job of making me feel like cold. Cold, like he had been <laughs> attacked by a bear and like was literally spending weeks recovering from it. I, yeah. I assume weeks. I don't know. There's no sense of time really in this film, but yeah, it, I guess right. you could, I guess you could count sunsets, but which is every shot, but um, <laughs> um yeah, I'd say weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I think least, in real life right? it took like a month in in uh, the, actual, the story. actual story. I think it took over a month for him to crawl back. Right. Well, um, the the bear stuff was it was when he was like squishing his face with the paw. Yeah. That was what really got me. I was like that. It just seemed yeah, crush your skull. Yeah. 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 Um, did you think? Did you guys? Think, we talk about the pace of the movie, and since the bear is like the big crux of the film, it's in the trailer. We all know it's coming. Didn't you think it came kind of late? Did you think it, like the, the movie doesn't really start until the bear thing happens? And I thought it just well, like we get that opening scene where they're being first attacked by the Indians, which is amazing. Yeah, that was that was, was a really great scene. Yeah, chaotic. What? No, I don't know. I don't know. I there's just a, again there was just a lot going on and there was a lot to look at and they'll you know just sometimes like there'll be all this they'll be so focused on this action they'll be like camera makes it a point to just look at someone that's like on the fucking ground bleeding out like it yeah. just like was like look at this now look over here right. it's like well that's watch me line up the shot where i go into the house and yeah. their lighting is perfect well right. that's a film i mean they have to cut away to something close so that like actors can get into position well, well, right but that's what i, mean, <laughs> yeah. you're saying. I you, guess you, you, I don't you know. can you can see the 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 smoke and mirrors there yeah i guess well i guess it's also i like the chaos of it like you couldn't really see you know they're coming like Indians were coming from everywhere and you know you couldn't really tell like who was who was against who and who was being attacked by who and um I, I liked how it it drifted in the middle of that and then got to the boat yeah and they got out but there's no and said this with Birdman there is 
no reason for it to be one take other than the fact that he wants to show that it is one take. It's true. Everything could have been accomplished cutting. Yeah, I agree. When we <laughs> talk same about the bear scene, makes sense. Yes, like, you know the 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 the, the Barino fight in Creed, the two round fight that you know that makes sense. Yeah, one take. You, you know, oh, you feel like you're in a boxing ring and it feels realistic. I mean, you know, you take the opening scene of this movie. You're not really focused on one character like you are. You know what I mean? Like what you're saying, like it's not focused on anything in particular, so it's not focused at all. Yeah, you're right. Whereas, because it will go to Leonardo DiCaprio, then it'll go to Tom right. Hardy, then to Hawk, then to Domino Gleason's character. Right. It's like, what are we watching this one yeah. take for? Mm-hmm. I mean, what is yeah. it really accomplishing? That's and yeah, then there's right. that one guy who randomly shoots that horse. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I, I, the only, <laughs> I was like, is that guy just like fuck it? <laughs> yeah, what a waste of a bullet. I understand. I guess my only like idea for why that he would do that is so that they wouldn't get it. Yeah, like the Indians yeah, wouldn't right. get it. It was weird. I like that stuff. They're talking to the French about oh yeah, that uh, was stealing stuff, and yeah. the Indians are like, "You stole everything from us. Why, you know, why are we even?" And that's like their one scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the, the that same French group are the ones who had the, that cap or that uh, chief's daughter the whole yeah, time. That, yeah, so it was like, that how did that they was weird? It was confusing. Yeah. It was weird. I thought that Leo's wife was the daughter for a very long time. No, right? So did I. <laughs> you thought that the MacGuffin or whatever is, is like, you, you assume it's Leo's wife, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not, yeah. You're kind of only told at the end of the movie that, oh, it's a random person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. What about, what about Leo? Should we just, should we talk about it? Yeah, I man. mean, you know, it seems to be the biggest as impressive as this movie is with really everything, I mean, the sound design and the costumes and the art design and the, you know, locations and the cinema, the cinematography is ridiculously gorgeous. It's insane. Yeah. The one big like marketing thing for this movie is like, this is going to be the movie where Leonardo DiCaprio finally wins an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And he will. Will he? Yeah, um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Should the he? competition isn't there. Yeah. I mean, it's not a strong year for men. For male actors. I think Rich it, and I were talking about that earlier. It could have been it, there could have been a stronger competition if they nominated other people like Jacob. I still will say to the day I die, Jacob Tremblay should have been nominated, and I think he would win in any other year. I agree. That and for people well, I listening, I don't know if he'd win, but I, I think he should be nominated. Yeah, for anybody listening, that's the boy in Room, the little boy. Right, he's amazing. He's very good, but the studio was marketing him as supporting which is dumb as shit i know same reason why well, Rooney mara is supporting well Carol. i mean could tom hardy be a, a, a lead actor in this movie if it would be a more interesting story had they focused on tom hardy's yeah. character i think maybe yeah. well let's give us we'll give it to him in a second so he's there's a consensus in this room that he's just gonna win it's like why are we even watch it on that uh, the oscar night we should just you know turn it off well i'll watch because he's kidding, gonna have but... some sort of speech about the world and yeah blah 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 and if he doesn't win, then I mean, it'll be pretty well, funny. Well, look, I mean, you, you've seen, you've seen, you've seen, you've seen, you've seen, we've seen Steve Jobs. You've seen Danish Girl, right? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't uh, seen the Danish Girl. We, uh, you both seen Trumbo? Yeah, you've yeah. seen Trumbo. Who? What else is there? Martian. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, how? Come on. Yeah, right. Let's yeah, talk about weak year. You could kick, kick Matt Damon out and put uh, Jacob Tremblay in. Well, okay. Let me I'm just Kyle. Let me ask you. You think Jacob Tremblay? Who else? Would you put anyone else in this to win over Leo that isn't nominated, or from this past year? 
Yeah. Like, like I'm curious. Because I, actually, I was I told I told Liz today, I was like, I don't think Leo, I, I thought it was a good movie. I don't think Leo should win. She was like, well, who should? And I was like, I don't know. Um, I really couldn't think of it. Like, it has been a weak year. It has. I do think, I mean, if I was, if I was voting, I would give it to Fassbender. Um out of the other people that are nominated, I, I yeah, I think it's, I think he did a better job than Leo. To be honest with you, I, no, I, I agree. I think um, Tom Hanks and Bridge of Spies was, that was, a, I was, was a good that performance. That was one I was thinking of. I yeah. think Michael B. Jordan and Creed. I think Tom yeah. Courtney in Forty Five Years, and I think Abraham Atta and Beast of No Nation are all better than Leonardo DiCaprio at acting. Oscar's so old, man. <laughs> Oscar's so old. Sure, they, they need Jacob um, Tremblay and Abraham Atta in there. Abraham Atta is. Sure, it's an incredible actually, performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, just as just as grueling as Leo DiCaprio's, and with a heart. Right. Yeah. Um, More lines too. <laughs> well, you know, I was, I was joking. I mean, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't freaking talk a lot in this movie, and I I was joking, but not really. I mean, if you're gonna nominate Leonardo DiCaprio for uh, for this for the Revenant, why aren't you nominating Tom Hardy for Mad Max? It's up for Best Picture. He mm-hmm. has just about as many lines. You know, and that's, it's, it's almost a similar like role. It's just yeah. him. Trying to get somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think had you put Leonardo DiCaprio did it without any help. (laughs) (laughs) I think if you would have put any, you know, actor who knows how to act in that role, it's just a role that will get you an Oscar because it's the grueling role. Fassbender could play that part. Tom Hardy could play that part. Right. Any actor that can, you know wear makeup and like grunt can play that part. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that spectacular. Right. I don't think it's Leo's best performance of his career. No. No, no. Will no, I no. be upset that he wins the Oscar? No, because he, you know, he does It's like a it's a career point. Oscar, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a career Give Oscar. it to him yeah. to thank you for all the other stuff. But what you guys will be completely surprised if he doesn't win. I'd I will I would be very surprised if okay. he did not win. All right. Should be interesting. I, I would. Say. I would actually. You don't love think? I mean, did, I haven't seen the movie, but Brian Cranston seems to be getting a lot of love on the side for Trumbo. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Really? I think he's like a major dark horse. Yeah, like, like the least likely. Like, really? Dark mule. <laughs> it's the closest thing to a black nominee. Dark horse. <laughs> Funny. Uh, you can uh, um, that out. Uh, yeah. So what about so, so Tom Hardy's up for best supporting, right? Yes. For so, the revenant. Now this is a this is a, a category that like every time I see one of these roles, I like first it was Bridge of Spies, Mark Rylance, he's up, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Creed, Sylvester Stallone, I was like, he should win it. Mm-hmm. And now Tom Hardy, I'm like, ah, I don't know who should win it. Who's gonna and and who do you think should? I think Sylvester Stallone's gonna win it, and it's gonna be the same thing. It's career gonna be like Oscar. a career Oscar. Yeah. Like, hey, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for working in this movie and letting. Coogler do what you know he did because um, you know I'm not saying it wasn't bad in it He's, he was good in it um, but was he the best supporting actor of the year I no I think Tom Hardy was in The Revenant he was amazing Tom Hardy disappears in that for role. sure disappears yeah. Yeah. yeah except for his walk he's still got the Bane walk his, his walk is, <laughs> is like is like very distinguishable um what do you think? Um, on the people that nominated, um, well, you yeah. have someone. You have someone else who should be. In the, well, you know, I do my own award show. I do Ooh, know, the but awardies. I, I do, Colin, I do know, but I just feel like these three to me are like. I know I standouts. Th- no, no, Stallone, um, Hardy, and Mark Rylance are all in my. Yeah. You know, do but I mean I also had Idris Elba, 
Okay. And Benicio right. del Toro. I mean, oh then, yeah, I put Harrison Ford for um, Han Solo because you know what, Han Solo on screen. Why the fuck am I not going to nominate you know the yeah. most iconic character maybe in all the film? Right, or the greatest actor <laughs> of all of cinema? Come on, of course I am. Harrison Ford. Yeah, <laughs> on, he's Han Solo. He's Indiana Jones. He's Decker from Blade Runner. He's a charismatic person. He's, uh, he's Jack to, Ryan. I don't know about the greatest he's, actor of all he's, time. He is literally every big role ever. He's he's uh, the, the the fugitive. Yeah. Uh, anyways, right. but, no, but if, okay. So, anyways, out of the ones that are nominated, uh, I think Stallone will win. I think I Stallone's the most deserving. I guess I, his part is the one that affected me the most. I think. Me too. I, it brought me the most emotion. I mean, I, 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 I watched Creed again last night. I, I think he's brilliant. Yeah, movie. he's really good. I don't know, but I would not be upset if Tom Hardy no. won. Um, I do want Stallone to win. I mean, this will never happen, but I want him to go up there and say that this is for Ryan Coogler, who should be nominated for Best Director. That's what I wanted to say. But that will never happen. Well, it's tricky, too, because both Stallone and Tom Hardy weren't nominated for SAG. And... Oh. Are they SAG? I mean, I don't know. I guess that's a dumb question. Tom Hardy's probably almost undoubtedly SAG, but I wonder if... Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? If Stallone's a SAG member. Oh, they're all they're all they're all, the, they're all SAG members. You can do a commercial where you like put your face in like a pile of poo and blow. And no, I know, get but, but like some, sometimes sometimes people get big enough where they don't want to be involved. Like I, there's like directors that aren't DGA and stuff like that. I don't. Hmm. I I don't even think that. I mean, you. I think you can even be nominated and not be in SAG. Oh, really? Yeah, they've done that before. Like first time performances. Like I just feel like I feel like uh, Stallone only is in movies he directs half the time. So. <laughs> He just he signs on as the director, not as an actor. Well, most of the time you can't even be in a movie with lines if you're not a SAG card carrying. You can. You you just have to be. You can. It's just paperwork. Trust me, trust me. We were a SAG movie. We've got a bunch of non SAG actors. SAG, if you're listening, it's all in the mail. Um, (laughs) It's not. what else? So, what are the thoughts about the Revenant? Well, I didn't think it was gonna win. You know, very. I thought it was gonna be the thing that was nominated a lot and not win anything. But now, after Inuri Two's won the DGA, uh-huh. and yep. after it won the BAFTA for Best Picture, fuck if I know. Like, it could win Best Picture now. It yeah. can win Best Picture, it can win Best Director, and it can win Best Actor. But the the big short won Best Picture at the PGA. PGA. I know, it's so tricky. So, this is it's kind of a toss-up, but I think The Revenant will end up winning it. I know. Really? Yeah. The big short, yeah, won the Producers Guild. No, I'm Guild. just saying, so you think, you think Revenant's going to win Best Picture? But the way it's looking. it's I, I think it's between Revenant and Spotlight for Best Picture. I think Revenant... We'll take it just because it's how many for more things. So I think people will put it higher. It's more importanter. Yeah, <laughs> it's more importanter. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. It'll just be weird if Spotlight won Best Picture when the only other award it's going to win is screenplay. No, I disagree because I think a screenplay is a very, 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 very crucial part yeah, well, to a film. No doubt, but like, like one of the most help, crucial. But it, but it doesn't always mean. Wait, like, what are you saying? What are we like, saying? Lord of the Rings <laughs> won for Best Picture, and it was not. Well, that's be, it that's also not, won every. It also won everything else, yeah. though. Right, but it doesn't. You don't have to but win you, Best Screenplay. To, no, I agree. Right, I think it's important. Oh, yeah. that you're 
that yeah you, if you don't have a good screenplay you don't have really a good movie maybe I don't know but um I, I just find it weird when things like win only one award yet it wins best picture and where things like that win six awards I, yeah, this don't. Is, this is your biggest thing about the Oscars, right? Yeah, it's it's like, the same thing about the Grammys too. Like we can, the Grammys in the rock category, Alabama Shakes won for best rock performance and best rock song. Yeah. Yep, and we're nominated for album of the year. Yet weren't nominated for rock album of the year. So right. like, what the fuck does this even mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was I gonna say? I had something. I think that it, I just wanted it had within this discussion and talking about the length of the movie and how I think it's like oh look at us look at us it's just it, it's more to the fact that I think and you might even be in this camp it sounds like where it's it's almost like you watch it you're so conscious of the fact that they're trying to win Oscars that it gets yeah. annoying yeah. I think that's what Inarritu is that's my issue that was my issue with Birdman it's mm-hmm. just like it's a great movie but you're watching it and all you can think of is award porn let's yeah. just let's yeah. just we're gonna crank this out so we can win some uh hardware. oscar bait that's oh. kind of annoying to me also there's part of me and i don't mean to be this negative about the movie it's a great film but there's part of me that sees this film on film and goes this was a horrible shoot <laughs> and everyone had a really tough time with it and it's quote unquote for the sake of art but i don't i don't even want to hear the horror stories of this shoot because it's just sometimes I think filmmakers like this can get out of hand and it's just at what point or why do we have to be out in the wild for six months doing this and, and you know, sacrifice for the art, for, man, you know, that, some of that sometimes it's for the art, me, but, but I enjoyed it. Um, I learned that the F word was used a lot in 1820 um, and uh, calling someone a bitch in 1820 seemed to be a commonplace. I don't know if that's true, but it's been used have you seen Deadwood. I haven't seen Deadwood, <laughs> but I want to see Deadwood. Uh, Robin, one of our, our actresses oh, in that movie. That's one of my favorite um, shows. And she's great in it, too. Yeah. I she's, bet like, she, one of the best parts. I bet. She's, she was awesome. She's yeah. great to work with, too. Um, and I also learned that you should never point a gun at Tom Hardy because he'll just Jackie Chan it right out of your hand. I mean, how many times in this movie someone points a musket point blank at Tom Hardy? And there's like a little like awkward wait, and he goes, I just grabs it from them. It's just like, come on, guys, hold on to your gun. How hard is it to hold on to a musket? They're pretty heavy. Yeah, but even more reason that you can't grab it that quickly. Um, that boy was also that boy was also like fifteen. Or right, right. Who was great? I also want to give a shout out to uh, this guy, Josh Burge. I don't know if you guys recognize this gentleman here. He was in the movie uh, for the whole time almost as part of Donald Gleason, Gleason's uh, ragtag group of guys there. Uh, Josh is from Grand Rapids mm. and was in my friend and producer of New Money, Ashley's movie Buzzard a few years ago. Yes. Um, and he's kind of found uh, his, his way into SAG world and found his way into Hollywood and he was on this shoot the whole time. And... Uh, who knows? Maybe one day I can get him on here and talk. I've to heard him. really great things about Buzzard. Yeah, Buzzard's really it's, great. It's great. Things, you should yeah. check it out. It's awesome. Um, and Josh is great in it, and I'm really excited to see where his career goes. Especially now he's going to be in possibly a Best Picture winner, which mm. is crazy. Cool. Um, and I think is Don Gleason is he the the number one actor we've seen so far on the on the film cast? He must be. A lot of. He to be like in yeah. everything: Brooklyn, Star Wars, Ex Machina. <laughs> this that's at least four. That's pretty. That's pretty good. It's a lot. Yeah. For, it is a lot for us. So yeah, four. 
what else? Most. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh-huh. that's pretty much it. Cool. So, uh, good for him. <laughs> Killing it. Good for him. Killing it. <laughs> he had a big year. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Ultimately, you recommending this to everyone? Yes. Uh, yeah. But all, yeah, only in theaters, though, because I think seeing it on the big screen is like kind of the well, only draw to it. Yeah, but you do have the benefit of like watching half of it if you watch it at home. Yeah. Can wa- like, <laughs> skip through the, first, skip yeah. through the, the middle into. hour of it. I, I, uh, I recommend this. I think it's an experience, and it's a really interesting experience. I mean, I wasn't bored, really, even though how long it was. I mean, I wasn't really bored. I mean, there was times where my mind was drifting a little bit or didn't really care for what was going on, but it's it's such a visual story, and if you're into that, if you're really... I mean, if you're into wilderness... Or if Yeah, if you're as, into as, American, like, yeah. survival and frontiersmanship, and then as, yes. Repetitive as it was to, uh, you know, like the, the shots that are looking up at the sky mm-hmm. through the trees... I just it was beautiful. I love seeing that. Yeah, it's the, the, the landscape shots were gorgeous. Oh, like the, the Rockies the, are beautiful. The, that one shot where there there's the water, the frozen waterfall, and uh-huh. the camera's like going over it and it mm-hmm. moves down. I don't know what jib arm they were using for that, but I don't know how they got it out there. All that stuff, it's incredible. And the steady cam warp is is ridiculous. So, yeah. um, I do recommend it. And I, you know, I haven't seen Big Short yet. Um, I haven't seen Spotlight. So I'm not going to make a, a proclamation about Best Picture yet, but you guys seem to think it'll win. I, y- yeah, yeah, just based yeah. on the reading and all the stuff and the buzz. You don't need to have to see them all and to pick who's going to win. I know, I know, but Birdman won last year, right? Did, was that yeah, that was, pretty much, that was pretty much <laughs> a guarantee that, that you know. If, if, if Inarritu wins Best Director and, and this wins Best Picture, Kyle's going to lose it. Yeah, you don't want to be at my Oscar party if that <laughs> I want to be on the Oscar podcast, though, when that happens. <laughs> All right. But what's, what really is frustrating is he, I thought this was a better directed film than Birdman, and so... Right. I agree, I think. No, I, I see, I like Birdman a lot, so... Um, and I I enjoyed it more than this because Birdman's funny and when I saw it I was working at a theater so it's kind of uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 Revenant yeah Filmcast is back that's a review mm-hmm. um, we end every uh, show every week with uh, Netflix or video on demand recommendations. Um, I'll go first. I I do want to say I did watch Creed again last night, so that's on demand now. Uh, you have to buy it. But uh, if you haven't seen Creed, go out and watch that. And the other thing I've been trying to catch up on, I'm almost finished with this Jessica Jones, which I haven't. Rec- I've been holding off recommending. Um, it's definitely. I think it's you know we're talking about length. I think this is a, sh- a show that should be three episodes shorter, maybe. But um, it's really an interesting show because really this isn't a spoiler. I don't think, but it's. It's uh, unapologetically a show about rape uh, and, like, abuse. And I, you don't really realize that going into it. So it's really fascinating to watch, especially under the Marvel property. I think it's interesting. And obviously, shout out to Robin Weigert, who was in New Money, the movie I just produced, and is in Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. I think she's great in it. And uh, I want to push that on people to go watch it. Thank you, because Netflix. Of her. So. Um, I think we we talked about Jessica Jones for a little bit. We did, but I, I have seen like three yet. episodes. Yeah. And now I'm like three episodes left, and I I do enjoy. It. I found myself re. I'm I'm more into it as the show gets to the end. 
Um, and David Tennant is a really great bad mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. and a really freaky and kind of closer to earth bad guy, unfortunately, in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. he's kind of the abusive boyfriend in this show. So, um, yeah, I recommend it. I recommend it's not like the best thing ever, but I, I, it's very different. I think I, I really love, I think all the character development in it is really great. And it is, I mean, is, I'm not yeah. like, and I feel like I've said this before, but like the action scenes are so like shoddy. <laughs> I, I and, like agree. that shouldn't like make or break a movie. I no, but it, I was actually just talking to, to uh, someone about this that, yeah, it's it's kind of that's kind of what makes it not as good as Daredevil to me. It's yeah. like is because it does matter, and and the tension isn't there for the action scenes. Like it's not as intense to me at all. Um, well, it's that, been renewed, that right? Sucks. Uh, I think so. Yeah, so they'll they'll fix it. Yeah, they'll, they'll get better at it. But yeah. um, I'm excited for Daredevil season two. Oh my god! Did you guys see the trailer? Not yet, but no. holy crap! The Punisher is... Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Little... I can't... I actually started re-watching Daredevil because okay. of this. Because uh, it's just... It's amazing. We have Batman versus Superman and, and effectively what's Iron Man versus Captain America coming out this year. But now it looks like you've got Daredevil versus the Punisher as a whole season that's coming out, which is really interesting and cool. And I... I don't know. I can't believe I live in a world where this is happening. But I know we all hate it sometimes, but it's... <laughs> Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Daredevil. I have high, I have high hopes for one of those three. <laughs> Which is a must must be Daredevil, yeah. right? Because you yeah. like that show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Colin, what are you recommending? Um, I'm recommending a movie called Phoenix that is on Netflix. It's um, this English-German uh, hybrid about um, this woman who suffered a horrible face um, mutilation while she was in a concentration camp. And she gets her, she gets you know facial facial surgery to try to look more like like herself, but um, she doesn't look one hundred percent like herself. So she ends up seeing her ex um, partner when she, before she went to the camps, and he doesn't recognize her. So it's kind of like um almost like a little other take on vertigo um, right and there's right, like a reason okay, like why that. like they he wants to use her because she kind of looks like his ex-wife uh-huh. he doesn't realize that it's really is his ex-wife it's it's really really fascinating and the lead actress nina haas gives um just an incredible performance and there's a final scene that is like bone chilling wow um, it's really 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 good movie huh. phoenix 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 mitch um, God, I have so much I want to recommend, and yeah, there's been so available. much build up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to recommend World of Tomorrow, which is an Oscar nominated short on Netflix. Oh, That's yeah. amazing. We talked about that on the After Improv podcast. Yeah, we did. Um, I want to recommend uh, Happy Endings on Hulu because I've been watching that, and that's an amazing TV show canceled too soon. But I guess my official recommendation is. Um, I on HBO I watched uh, Brokeback Mountain for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. like rewatched it and uh, I forgot how like you know because when you watch it younger you have a different perspective on things a lot older now a lot older when did that movie come out I think 2006 10 years ago yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I, still okay. I still haven't seen it. it it's a beautiful film amazing character uh, study and just very good insight on like what it was like to be gay 
living in that time and in that uh, location, like in rural America. And it's heartbreaking, um, well-written, well-acted. Hall's amazing. Heath Ledger's amazing. Anne Hathaway's amazing. Michelle Williams is amazing. Who else? <laughs> Who else is in that film? Everyone's amazing in it. And it's a, it's a great movie. And it's, like I said, very heartbreaking toward mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Life of Pi. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. seen Ang Lee. Like, yeah, it's weird. I don't. Know. I mean, and, it, I don't know. And the music is really good in it too. The score yes. of uh, Brokeback Mountain is. You, you know, it's kind of like a joke whenever you hear that the Brokeback Mountain theme. It's always played in like, you know, like they take other some, cowboys. Like, right? yeah, like yeah, about yeah, to yeah, go like gay, some straight like, person, yeah, you know, something you know, right. gay innuendo or whatever. And it's like ding 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 ding. But it's something I recognize even though I haven't seen the movie. You would, yep. It's a, it's great. I completely recommend it. I'll check out. I'll try to check out both those. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of time now. I got free time, which I'm, I'll, I'll use to catch up on movies. Cool. Well, it's glad to be back. I'm glad to be back, guys. I hope you guys are as well. And uh, this gives me more of an excuse to see more movies now. So everything feels back well, not to right normal. in the world. But <laughs> yeah, it's not right. One I gotta, step closer. To yeah, it. I gotta messy the room up a little more before it, before it really feels oh. like we're back to normal. Right. Um, uh, so I don't know. This is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw everything on the bed. Like it's not, it's clean. Look, there's nothing here. Do you sleep on this bed? No, I, I don't sleep. I just edit <laughs> podcasts all night. Um, uh, so yes, uh, we will be back next week, guys. We're we're back in the, in the swing of things. Maybe with two movies. Who knows? We got to catch up before the Oscars happen. Well, we should next week should also be like our official oh, shit, Oscar. Like Oscar prediction show. Is the too. Oscar a week from Sunday? Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? The twenty eighth. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we got you a lot of we got spotlight. a lot of catching up to do. I have a lot of catching up to yeah. do. We have a lot of talking to do. So we will be back as uh, Oscar season winds down. And uh, yeah, we'll have a bunch of shows for the Oscars as well. So a lot to look forward to. For uh, Colin and Mitch on the Woodward's Filmcast, I'm Kale Davidoff. Uh, we will see you next time. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, at Mitch Hava. At Woodward's DD. I don't use Twitter. Woodward's Filmcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Guys, I'll see you later. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production, your Detroit avenue to alternative pop culture talk.